Hello and welcome to Up in the Hair. It's me, Ashley, and today is a great day to have a great day. What's up, you guys? I've been off for like five, six days now. I've been off the grid, off the map, off the radar, unplugged, and now I'm plugging back in and I have a lot of energy because I have rested up. I did a staycation. Uh, I always want to leave and then I just bail on it because I find myself needing to do some self-care stuff at home and just organize and like I'm constantly trying to uh, restructure and reorganize everything in my home and my business so I enjoy it a lot and it feels like a vacation to me so that's just where I'm at in uh, in my business right now and in my life is I'm focused on doing everything I need to do to be more productive and more successful so it's kind of hard for me to do anything outside of that. But um, I thought I could share some things with you that I have been focused on this week and things I've been reading about, thinking about, and really just like really fixate on this concept around self-management. And self-management is something I never really knew about. Like I never knew what that meant. I would do it in certain ways now knowing like what it, it all entails, but I feel like the more I focus on self-management, the better I manage my business and all of all of the things I need to do to grow and scale and progress in all the ways that I want to uh, professionally, but also personally. So these are just things that I think everybody could utilize and implement because if you can manage yourself better, like let's just talk about that. What does that even mean? You know, self-management is the ability to manage our behaviors, our thoughts, our emotions, but in like the most conscious and productive way. So how you behave, how you step out into the world and how you act and how you think and how you feel, are you managing that? Or are you just kind of like flying by the seat of your pants? I think this is important because it's going to create a lot of structure and a lot of organization around like where you're heading and let's just keep it professional right now because you know you'll you'll relate it back to your life as you will but we'll kind of talk about it in the professional setting more so like self-management in the workplace um I feel like for one for like this is why I started really looking at it because I needed something to manage my stress like stress management um is like huge in the workplace when it comes to high pressure situations right like we're all trying to chill out we're all trying to remain calm and collected as best we can but we lose our focus when we're like temperamental and more stressed out and that's kind of like what drew me to this like I said because um, when I feel burnt out and like I'm burnt out because I'm not being managed well like self-managing when I get burnt out or when I get exhausted or drained or whatever it may be because of poor self-management, my stress is through the roof and I don't respond well to, to situations or to people. Um, so I just think like we'll get back to that, but that's like a benefit of managing yourself better is, is you manage your stress. And then another thing of self-management would be time management. So like prioritizing things you need to get done, prioritizing 
the things that you want to have in your life, um, prioritizing how to stay motivated and like avoiding the things uh, that are like pointless or, you know, redundant or, you know, maybe you're procrastinating a lot or scrolling your phone a lot. Um, just like a cliff note, I deleted or I'm sorry, I uh, managed my settings and I went in my settings on my phone and I removed all notifications from all social media platforms. So I actually deleted the Facebook app because Facebook is literally so dumb. And yes, I still have my business page on Facebook, but personally, Facebook is like the least uplifting platform in my opinion. I just don't even want it anymore, but I want to stay in touch with certain family. So I'll keep it, but I, I deleted the app. And I deleted Snapchat, the app, um, because I think that's pointless as all hell too. And Instagram, I run my professional uh, salon page from there and my uh, personal brand, Beauty by Ashley Nicole. And so I think Instagram is my favorite. Uh, I don't have TikTok because I just don't. I, I think it's the most relevant platform, TikTok, but I feel like personally I end up scrolling a lot. So if I'm like a creator, I'm just, I, I don't know, I just feel like Instagram's where it's at for me so I'm probably gonna get to uh, add TikTok back in at some point but having the apps on my phone right now I think has been slowing me down and it's I'm losing time because I'm just like scrolling the internet like dumb you know like sometimes there's been times where it's like okay I woke up at six o'clock in the morning and it's like 7 30 and what went on like that hour and a half was so precious I could have got my workout done. I could have cleaned house. I could have done some whatever inventory. I could have like managed some operations for my business. I could have got a lot of shit done. I could have marketed in some capacity. But I just like scrolled reels instead for an hour and a half. And my screen time was just like getting ridiculous, you know. And if you can relate to this, like raise your hand. I know you're not in front of me, but like... We waste so much time and then we say we don't have it. So time management uh, is crucial to our success. And if you have a goal professionally, you can relate it personally. But if you have a goal, managing your time is the way to get there, period, point blank. And if we don't manage our time like in beast mode, I just feel like everything else uh, is going to crumble around us because time is so valuable it's so precious and it's always how can I put this um, it, I, I don't know how to put this other than just like time is never resting never ending and time doesn't wait for us and if we do not manage our time well it's like years pass by. You ever have a goal professionally and you're like, oh, I want this or I want that or I want to make this happen. And next thing you know, it's like two, three, four, five years later and you still are not where you want to be. Maybe you wanted to, whatever it may be. I don't know. I hear people talk about owning properties or getting into this or getting into that. And it's it's like, well, why didn't that happen? You know, why didn't you execute that? And I think it's leading back to self-management. Um you know, when we are managing ourselves well, we understand that we are 
personally responsible for all of it and we do what we need to do to fulfill that responsibility so if there's something that you want to get I just don't think you're going to get it if you don't manage yourself well and um, time is is a big thing for us you know and in the workplace going back to self-management I think if we implement these things that I'm going to talk to you about, um, you're going to be more adaptable, right? Like when things change or you have to pivot because in business things are ever-changing, things break, things get lost, get messed up or whatever. Uh, you're dealing with the public, so you know issues arise. You're dealing with a staff of people who have emotions and a heartbeat and, and things go on with them and you know, being able to pivot and being able to adapt and being able to find solutions and uh, be positive and again, not like be overly reactive or temperamental, like whatever. That's really important, really valuable when you're managing any business, people, managing yourself. You know, you're going to bring a lot to the table when you're not acting like crazy. Like when I am not uh, like doing this, like what I'm talking about, self-management, um, and I'm overly stressed because I'm burnt out because I haven't managed my time correctly. I'm less adaptable. I am more temperamental and I'm more psycho. I'm more short fused and I'm like really just like snippy and short. So if you can relate to that, like when you're under pressure, when you're stressed, when you're not in the mood, well, why is that? You know, um, limiting things that are not good for us, right? Like, we're going to be much more reliable. We can count on you. Like I can count on you. You can count on me because we're just like stable. And um, as an emotional person or like as an artist, I just feel like this is super, super valuable to find this structure and implement it, you know, around what we need to do. So if you're like kind of struggling with taking care of yourself, then we need to better manage ourselves. You know, like I said, losing your temper um, or even feeling disorganized. Raise your hand if you ever feel those things. Like just getting like, la you, like lack of patience, uh, lack of organization, feeling like you can't find anything or you can't catch up or you don't have time or whatever. It's like, well, what are you doing in the morning? That's like my first question is like, what are you spending your time doing? Are you eating healthy? Are you getting enough sleep? Are you regularly exercising? Are you finding ways to relax, getting support you need, being mindful, being more centered? What does that take? Like, what do you have to do to take better care of yourself? Limiting, like, conversations that are not good for you. Limiting energy that you're giving to things. Like, why, when people come up to me and talk to me about other people, I'm going to tell you right now. It's like the biggest turnoff for me because I just find it to be the least like productive thing on the planet. Like talking about people, talking about what she's doing or what, like, because what would be more productive would be like if you went and talked to her about it and like found a solution with her, you know, and um, I don't know, like just limiting conversations that kind of drain you and, and bring you down or limiting your attention to things that are draining or like a, a pointless waste of your energy, you know, um, stuff like that's really, really, uh, I mean, it goes back to like taking care of yourself and your time and your energy because 
Like I cannot answer the door to every person who knocks on it because otherwise I'm answering the door all day to endless types of conversations, endless types of energies. And I have to be so tight and so disciplined about like who I open the door for, who I respond to. And like not, you can't really apologize for that. And it's hard. It's challenging because like I care about people a lot. Like I care how I make people feel. I'm really aware of that. And um, it doesn't make me feel good to make you feel bad. You know, like I want to feel good. I want you to feel good. Um, but the reality is, is like, you know, you can draw healthy boundaries like in a kind way. And, and that's what I'm learning is like when I first discovered boundaries, I felt like I had to like be aggressive about it. You know, like my fire sign came through my Sagittarius like I don't know I just get really like abrasive when I am drawing a boundary with somebody sometimes um almost like I'm like checking them and and telling you like nah no this is how it is leave me be or drawing this line like in an an assertive and aggressive way and what I found is like that didn't leave me feeling that good because I just felt like I was not being like either professional or just being like nice point blank so, like, when I'm taking better care of myself, I don't lose my temper. I can speak kindly to things. I can speak rationally to things, right? Like, if you're somebody who ever is um, maybe feeling like they are losing their temper or not communicating, like, the best way possible... You know, that's something you should dive into and like taking care of yourself is is making sure you're communicating directly, honestly, because if you don't do that, that's like a detriment to you, to be honest. Like if you don't speak your feelings and your truth about how you feel, um, you know, that can create some conflict because people think like speaking up creates conflict. I think what creates worse conflict is not speaking up. But you have to find a way to communicate like in a loving way and like in a solution driven way and also knowing your place and knowing what's your problem and what's not your problem. Like people don't mind their business enough also. Like that's a real thing. People pay too much attention to what else, what everyone else is doing. And um, the reality is, is like everyone needs to just stay in their lane. And if you're not going to stay in your lane, um, you communicate directly, honestly, and like lovingly, but you know, you, you have to protect yourself and your energy. And I just think if you're really conscious of, I don't know, like how you're speaking to other people and you're kind and you're thoughtful, um, it's going to be really cool for you because you're going to notice that like it's a positive thing in your relationships. And I don't know, you're just going to like really prioritize your values like your values and and the way you want to feel every day and that's like the bottom line of this like self-management is being self-aware like your feelings your thoughts your behaviors stuff like that is going to create a segue for you to be more successful in your in your professional relationships again we're being more professional today so like just in everything you do, you're managing yourself better. So you're less reactive and you respond in a more positive way is the bottom line. And and you can make great decisions and solve problems and, you know, just again, removing waste and the redundancy and like stopping, like pointless ass meetings, pointless conversations, like 
don't bother me with that. And it's it just sounds like blunt when I say that, but I'm I have to say what it is. Like I'm passionate and I wish people were more passionate about this. Like people are so passionate about so many things and it's like why aren't you more passionate about your time and energy? Like people don't want to waste their time, right? Like behind the chair, I'll give you an example. Being behind the chair, no one wants their time wasted. Meaning, don't no show me, don't cancel on me last minute, please, because I get no return when when that happens in my business. So like, I can't fill the spot. I am sitting here and no one is filling that chair. Like the chair is empty. So people like hate wasting their time when it comes to dollars and cents. But when the currency is like energy and productivity as far as like, how we feel and like how our beha- how it affects like everything affects our behaviors like how we feel how we think affects how we behave right so like you're mad that somebody no showed you but you're less passionate about when somebody comes up to you and like is talking crap about somebody else or sharing something that's really not productive or it's just draining energetically it's negative um you know like that to me doesn't this is like backwards you know like I'm just extremely passionate and where like I get mad you know and that's what I'm trying to do is take better care of myself so I don't get crazy about stuff but like my passion comes through is like fire it's like I'm really intensely like I care so much about the environment that I'm in all the time like I want it to feel really good because my salon, Salon Haven, like why would it be named Salon Haven if the environment doesn't feel like a haven, like a getaway, like an escape for people from their busy lives, you know, like a place to enjoy, to relax, to renew, get a new do, whatever it is. Like why would I name my salon that if I wasn't passionate about like protecting that brand? So if I'm going to protect that brand, I have to protect everything that goes on in the culture and, I don't know, keeping the morale high. And like if I allow the environment to feel a certain way, like that's the whole purpose of why I opened a business is because I wanted complete control around how it felt. It wasn't to get rich. It wasn't like just because I can't be an employee. Like it was because I wanted full control over how it felt for clients and staff to come to work and enjoy it and to love it you know we spend so much time at work it's like I I don't want to go to work and feel like gotta go to work no I get to go to work I love going to work it's like fun at work I have great time with clients I have a great time with the staff like everybody's just on one everyone's fantastic uplifting like loving it's a great environment right it's a beautiful environment but if I'm not protecting my baby like Salon Haven if I'm not protecting that environment I'm really doing everybody a disservice I'm really hurting the brand if I don't do that and just prioritizing like room for for how can I put this productive conversations productive uplifting conversations instead of like seriously pointless conversations and it ruffles people's feathers because most people will not tell you like don't talk to me about that 
I don't want to hear that. Because it sounds like abrasive, right? Doesn't it? Like if I'm like, hey, I don't want to listen to that. It's almost like you're off put because you're like, damn, she's really blunt. She's really like it, it just sounds almost like aggressive, right? But is it aggressive or are you just not used to being told that, right? Like, are you just not used to direct communication and clear communication? Or are you just used to like people either brushing it under the rug, you brush it under the rug, or you just don't say things or you just, you know, bury them until you like boil up about it? Or like, what do you do in your communication? Because I don't think I have it all figured out when it comes to communicating, but I am very direct. I'm very honest. And that's all I can do. You know, if I'm coming from a place of love and my intentions are good, I don't mind saying anything and just being upfront. And I think when you are managing yourself and your emotions, like what's healthy for your emotions is that you're able to communicate in a like healthy way. So that's just like a side note, but moral of the story is I just feel like if we are developing self-management skills, we're taking good care of ourselves, our energy, we are not popping off because we're protecting ourselves and our energy from certain things that are not bringing us down or making us feel drained or overwhelmed or, um, you know, we're just not as fragile when we have strong self-management skills. Like fragile to me means, I don't know, the opposite of fragile would mean like strength and resistance, like being anti-fragile. You know, it's like we have a capacity to learn, improve, adapt. Um, and like especially in high-pressure situations or hardships, like it's being resilient. And if you are going to be a leader in some capacity, leading yourself, managing a, a chair behind whatever, if you run a chair within a business, to lead that business, you have to be cool. You have to be calm in times of adversity you can flourish a lot more when you have self-control and you're not letting other things like lead you. You're leading it, right? Like there's a tranquility to that when you're actually in control of your emotions and your feelings. But I'm just like inviting a healthy development of the way you communicate, the way you feel, the way you manage yourself and the way you, again, protect your energy because I just again not taking good care of yourself means not drawing boundaries like boundaries is a part of self-care boundaries are so things can stay in your environment like I'm drawing this boundary because I want to continue to to talk and be friends but look this is like what I need in the friendship so it's just like really taking care of yourself and prioritizing yourself and your needs. Like I talked about this with my cousin and it was something around along the lines of like, oh, here it was. It was being loyal. We were talking about loyalty and people always talk about being loyal. This is kind of like a, a cliff note, a side note, if you will. People always talk about being loyal to like boyfriends and girlfriends and husbands and wives and friends, like loyal ass friends and 
whatever it is. But people often like betray themselves is what I notice. So I just want you to think about like your core values as a human being even for a moment. Like what do you value? What do you care about? What is important to you as a person? And then sometimes what happens is like you'll betray those values because you're not being loyal to yourself. So like by pleasing everyone else, maybe let's just say like I'll give an example. Um, You... You care a lot about people and communicating in a kind way to people, let's just say. But I'm such a loyal family member, so I make a lot of time. I prioritize a lot of time with family, and it kind of cuts down my time for myself and my self-care and running my business all week, then I'm with my family. So now my patience is low because I'm not well cared for, and I am a little bit, like again, temperamental. So now I'm like snappier, I'm less kind, I like take no prisoners type vibe. But that doesn't like necessarily align with my values, right? Like if I'm, I care about loving people, I care about being this kind person. Yes, I'm human. Am I going to be like, I'm not Mother Teresa, but at the same time, like I'm betraying my values every time I lack self-care and self-management. And I'm more loyal to keeping up with whatever appearances or hanging out or like doing this or doing that. Like, I don't know, it's just like a conversation we were having about just being really loyal to like your values and just following them. And no matter what that means or looks like, like a lot of times you have to have boundaries with people to be loyal to yourself and to your needs and to what makes you happy and what makes you fulfilled and I don't know. It's just like a big part of taking care of you and your whole life, you know. I think in your adult life, you have to really learn how to regulate yourself and take care of yourself because even if you have a partner and you're like, oh, well, they calm me down or they like balance me out. Like Phil is totally the yin to my yang. Like my honey is like, oh my God, the other half of my soul. But he can't do any of this for me because he has like a full-time job like he cannot like I am not his responsibility I am my own responsibility I have to manage myself and if I can't manage myself then I have no business managing anybody else and if you want to be a leader in in any way maybe you want to be a mentor in the salon maybe you want to be a manager maybe you want to own your own business or run a business one day uh, you have a dream of of some type of business well how are you going to manage anybody if you can't manage you, how are you going to manage anything if you can't manage you? Staying organized and mapping things out and keeping a calendar and, you know, assessing what are you going to do the next day? All those things like what, you know, plan out the week, the month, the year, the, every quarter, what do we do? How do we set our goals? How do we manage everything we do what is the structure and what is the system around it I just want to know like I want to hear from you guys I want you guys to be messaging me if you're listening to this message me like how are you going to apply some of this stuff like thus far like already what are you thinking about let's just take a breather and just what are you taking away from this so far with self-management
maybe say it out loud. You know, I know it sounds kind of weird because you might be in your car listening to this, but like maybe say it out loud and just talk it out and say like, okay, I'm going to implement this. I'm going to better manage myself this way. Maybe I'm going to have more discipline around like my time management skills. I'm not going to scroll the internet so much and look like, you know, now I'm on somebody's like Facebook page from like high school. No, like literally, I don't know, somebody I went to elementary school with. You know, and now I'm like deep in their freaking like photos or something crazy. Like it happens because we we waste our time like that. We waste our time big time. So that's a good one. Like really learning to manage your commitments and times. I think your time is a huge, huge one. At least for me, it's been. And again, having this time off this week, that's been my number one reflection. It's like, wow scheduling time for myself scheduling time to just like be and give time to my body my mind my spirit even like if those things are not like well I'm not well and my business is not well and my relationships are not well and or unwell I should say it's just like it's a ripple effect so I just trying to keep it professional but this starts with you and if you can't manage you and be self-aware. This is like the basics of emotional intelligence. And we work with people. So emotional intelligence is the most important aspect of what we do. If, if you're a beauty professional, this is so huge. This is beyond huge. And, and just in general, don't you want to make the most of your day? You're never getting it back. This time that you spent listening to me, thank you. I appreciate you. You'll never get it back. That moment where you listen to some negative shit on the media or whatever it is, like you'll never get that back. You spent all that time on the phone. You spent all that time talking to somebody or talking shit or whatever. Somebody's talking shit to you or you're fighting with somebody maybe. You're arguing with somebody. You're never getting that time back. So... I just want you to be conscious of it because that time that you're using, I'm going to take it and I'm going to utilize it to hustle and to work towards my dreams and to take everything. That's all I'm saying is I'm really self-aware in this moment that if I want to be the best at what I do, I have to manage myself like a beast, period, point blank. And if you can manage yourself, you can do anything. If you're aware, you can do, have, be anything, anyone you want. But I think these things are really, really, really important. And I hear all the time because people talk to me about their goals constantly because that's my role in this industry. It's like, well, I want this. Well, I want that. Well, this is what it all comes back to. All roads lead back to you. So nobody else is responsible for you. No one else is going to give it to you. Nothing's coming to you unless you go out and make it happen. So if you want to be happier, if you want to be more uh, effective in your day-to-day, in your operations, in your professional life, and in your personal. I'm trying to keep the personal out of it, but again, it's like it does always start with you. Even when I go to beauty schools, it's like, okay, they want to see haircuts. They want to see, you know, they want to learn how to do great hair. But to me, it's like if the mindset is not right, like what else is there? Like it all starts in your mental. 
You could be the best hair cutter. You could be the best colorist. But I think the mental is the biggest thing and the self-management is so massive. It's so important. I I cannot tell you enough. So everybody's on the same page who's listening, right? You guys, we understand how important it is. Excuse me. We, We know how important it is to manage our energy is kind of what I'm saying manage what we do and who we do it with who's in our space who's in your environment like I said every every time I get a text on my phone every time someone slides in the DMs does that mean I have to respond seriously tell me like do I do you if I don't have energy, I don't have to. And I don't I don't need to create conversations that I don't want to have and that don't make me feel good. And I think things should be mutually beneficial. I just think, you know, you got to go out of your way to help others. But you have to help yourself first. So if a relationship feels one-sided to you in some capacity, like you feel drained or depleted around a certain person or again conversation like I go back to this because why because it's about your emotions about how you feel if you don't feel well in a certain scenario in a certain situation with people with conversations or topics like you don't want to talk about it then why are you if you know that talking about other people makes you not feel well like it doesn't make me feel good like, I don't give a shit about what she's doing because who am I to judge? Like, I want to know why people are so incredibly judgmental. And I just really want to know. It's like a self-loathing thing. It tells me, like, really quickly, if you if you talk a lot about others, it says a lot about your self-esteem. That's, like, the direct correlation it, like if you're that overly critical of other people, then it must mean you'd have low self-esteem because people with high self-esteem and like if you have low self-esteem, like I'm not being mean to you by saying that. It's like I want you to have more self-love and that's like the purpose of why I put stuff out. But to me, like as soon as someone opens their mouth about another person, I'm like, well, why are you even focused on them? Like what's your, why aren't you just focused on yourself? You know, I don't know. It's just, to me, it always speaks volumes when people, like what people say about others is like a reflection on on you. And again, all roads lead back to you. So thinking before you speak, thinking before you just jump into, you know, a critique or a hurtful response or... I don't know. I'm just thinking about it. Like so many times people just get into these like gossipy conversations in the workplace. And I spoke to my friend about this because she works at a restaurant and we were kind of comparing and contrasting like culture and again, like the morale, right? Like my number one concern is that my morale is high and that I'm protecting the core values of my business. So, um, we were talking about how 
culture like in different workplaces like there are a lot of really toxic work environments out there and I think that's why you know rental like in our business has become so prominent you know it's like well what is the culture in in commission salons and a lot of them is it good then that business is probably has like really high retention turnover is really low and they're you know their their employees are happy and they're producing because they're happy uh they're happy employees right but a lot of turnover means low morale that's what i think uh low productivity so like maybe they're not productive but who's coaching them and who's you know challenging them and who like so there's something broken there you know um moral of the story is my friend was telling me like you know all of the gossip that goes on in her workplace and just like these critiques and these like I don't know it's just like really casual venting all the time every time you turn around it's like why like if you come up to me and you just start venting to me in the middle of my work day I think you're very rude I think you're really unaware I think you have low self-awareness That's what I think. And how could you be self-aware if you're not taking great care of yourself? If you're not managing your time really well? Protecting yourself? Like, how could you possibly have any self-awareness when you're not taking time to be self-aware, right? So, like, I don't know. I just think there's more value than ever in coaching these things out and coaching how to be more productive and professional but it all comes back to you once again for the 1800th time all roads lead back to you you know planning your days out like does that mean you pick out your outfit the day before or the night before meal prep or do you come to work with nothing to eat and you're hungry and then you're crabby like what goes on you know, getting to bed earlier. Are you scrolling the internet? Are you binge watching Netflix? Like that's fine if you want to do that. But is it if it impacts your day and it it messes up with your efficiency and your effective ways of doing business or in the workplace professionally? Like does it negatively affect you? Just look at everything you're doing in your day to day down to every freaking conversation that you have. And I think you'll see that there's some changes that need to happen and there needs to be more productivity and that you might not feel like you need a vacation or you might not feel like you need to get away from your life if you create a life that you really love and you feel like it's really well uh, planned out because now you're spending time really caring for yourself. You're spending time preparing for your week and you're not rushing and you're not stressed and you're not running late tense for time, like freaking out. You know, I I just think this is all good stuff. And if we can look at prioritizing ourselves, our tasks, removing the waste, you're just reducing all the time that we waste on not getting to where we need to go or to what we want or to reaching our goals and our dreams and this, has, this is like a lot of discipline. This takes a lot of discipline. It takes a lot of saying no. It takes a lot of saying yes. You know, it's, it's like I have to say no constantly to like 
things that to me are not benefiting like the long-term return that I'm looking for. So like my one of my interns, she's the best, Dasha gave me this uh, book that she was reading just to like kind of thumb through it and, and read a couple paragraphs she, she had uh, picked out for me. And she's like, I thought of you with these. And one of them, one of the notes was about, and this is a book like, I can't recall the name, but I know it was by, uh, what's his name? I can't think of the, the author's name she would tell me right now. I think his name is John M- Maxwell or something like that. Maxwell? Is it? I don't know. Either way, it's a really popular author. And it was something around like what successful people do. And it was a really cool book. And basically it was talking about how like 99% of things like he didn't need to know about. 99% of things he didn't need to know about, 1% of things he wanted to know about because that 1% was going to give him the quickest ROI. So I actually operate like that and I text like that and I deal with a lot of things like that. So like just very to the point, right? Like very straightforward, very to the point just to get it done. Like I don't want to spend extra time like fluffing things up you know I want to be kind for sure but I just think that everybody's been too coddled in the sense of like no one knows how to communicate in a direct and honest way without getting like their I don't know it's like butt hurt you know and I think it's really valuable to be able to to communicate directly and honestly about like everything you do because I don't think communication is taught um, always like to be celebrated. It's like we shy away from it. Like I said, it's like, are you brushing things under the rug? Are you not saying anything? Like that is not good for you mentally. And I know it. You have to say things and, and, and speak from your heart and there's nothing wrong with it. So if you can say what you're feeling even if you have tears in your eyes, like just say it, right? Like it's it's good for you. It's healthy for you. And I just feel like, you know, in a text message, I should not have to fluff things up because you don't know how to hear the, the straight truth and, and you shouldn't have to fluff it for me. Does it mean don't be conscious of being kind? Yeah, no, it doesn't mean that. Like still be kind, but still just be straightforward and be honest and you know, I think we can say things to each other when it's like a loving way and, and no one needs to, to be hurt. So, um, 99% of things you don't really need to know about, like don't need to know about what she did that like made you mad or like whatever. It's like, well, why are you coming to, to me with her problem is how I feel, you know, or like, you know, my aunt calling me up and, you know, she's always got like all of this baggage and she's always like telling me all this stuff that that's going on. And she's really conscious of like trying to not uh, dump on me. But when she does it, it's like 99% of the stuff she told me about, she really could have told like her therapist, to be honest. Not me, because I'm not a therapist. But like if you say that to people that you're not a therapist, all of a sudden you're like a bad friend or you're like, 
you know, it's like all these things. It's like, but I'm not a therapist. Like that, some of this stuff is like, need you need professional help. This is like self-awareness. It's like me going and talking to you about it um, sometimes doesn't have the same impact, you know, and I just feel like people vent so mindlessly about stuff and it's okay. It's okay. It's not the worst thing in the world, right? Like it, it's people usually are searching for a solution, but if you're not searching for a solution, I think it's literally pointless as all hell and gossiping or talking about what other people are doing is not going to get you any closer to what you should be doing. And it doesn't help me in any way. And again, 99% of the stuff people tell me or try to talk to me about, I don't need to know. And I don't want to know. It's the 1% that's going to give me my return on my investment of my time or my energy that I put in. What are we getting out of this? And that doesn't always equate to dollars and cents, but it equates to like a solution, like a positive impact of some sort or like something that leaves all of us feeling like it was good. All of us are feeling like better about it after it happened. But if it's literally like you're not wanting a solution, then don't talk to me because I'm a solution-driven person and I'm done apologizing for that because people have in my life sometimes not been able to cope with that I'm that way. Like they're just, they're not wanting a solution. They just want to vent, but I'm also not it then. Like don't come to me then, right? But you're talking to somebody with really, really massive goals. So I understand if I have massive goals, if I want to be a millionaire, if I want this, if I want that, if I want multiple streams of income all the time and different businesses and multiple locations and to be the most sought after speaker in the industry and all these things, how the fuck am I going to do that if I'm stuck listening to you vent about your boyfriend or your issues you're having? How am I going to get, like, call it selfish, call it whatever, but I feel like it's just being loyal to myself. And I think I'm being loyal to my dreams and what I really want because I don't feel good when people are venting to me and when I'm, like, stuck in people's shit and problems. Like, that's not my problem. I love people the most. I care about people the most. But people want to talk about major, minor stuff. It's not for me to take on. Like, I'm not... I'm not here to please people and make people uh, feel better about the. I'm definitely here to make people feel better, but I'm not going to do it um, at the expense of me feeling worse is the bottom line of what I'm saying. I'm not saying I don't care. I'm not saying I don't love people. I'm saying I will not betray my own energy and give it away to people who have no self-awareness is more so what I'm saying. I'd rather give it to my dreams, my goals, my ambitions because I can impact on a larger scale and make people feel better um, like across the board if I preserve myself and I take care of myself and I have this self-protection. Like self-protection is everything we're talking about, is everything like you're not guarding yourself with like a certain level of passion. Like, wouldn't you be so defensive, like, if somebody talked about your mom or talked about your dad or did something to your mom or bothered your dad or, like, maybe it's your brother, your sister, somebody you're super loyal to, right? If they mess with your kid, if they talked about your kid, right? 
but like why don't you fight for yourself with that same loyalty or why don't you talk to yourself like with that same care or take care of yourself that way it's just a thought I have and I'd like to share it because I I think people need to love themselves more and manage themselves more and they, they all kind of like dance together everything I'm talking about is back to managing yourself being responsible for your emotions your thoughts and your behaviors is what everything is leading to and these are my opinions like I'm not a psychologist I'm not I'm just somebody who reads a lot and I'm very much into self-improvement so all the books I buy are around that and I want to be a better leader I want to be the best in the world at what I do so I'm going to keep educating myself and if I can share anything and help somebody that's what I'm doing so this is stuff I'm going through this is stuff that I'm dealing with and I just feel like if if it's helpful please let me know send me a dm send me a message I hope that everybody's like you know, able to take what I say in like the most positive and uplifting way because like I said, when you start communicating in a direct way or an honest way, not everyone knows how to take it because they are not like nobody's used to it. Nobody's used to just like saying what it is. Like I, at my old workplace, it's like people would just be like, like, you know, when, when an issue would arise with another coworker or something like that, and like the, not everyone's going to be like you. Of course like okay Ashley, obviously like you're in leadership. Like obviously you have natural like leadership. Everyone's raised differently. Everybody has different skill sets and personalities. But at the end of the day, aren't we all adults? Aren't we all professionals? So why are we not being empowered to address issues when they arise in a direct and positive way? Um, I'm not taking, I'm not talking about like serious HR, massive major issues. Like I'm not talking about that. So I'm talking about this little petty little shit that bothers you about her. Why are you telling me? Tell her. Like that goes on so often because nobody has the balls to approach a person and be like, hey, let me be vulnerable with you. Can I be vulnerable with you? That really hurt me when you said that. That really bothered me. That really hurt my feelings. Or that really affected me when you did that. Um, I want to talk to you about this. Can we work through this? Nobody has those tools. And and those. And I don't mean to say no one has the balls. But like, it does take a level of courage to speak up. It does take a level of you can't give a fuck. If you know, like, it takes confidence because you have to know, am I coming from a place that I am being a loving person? But sometimes you're not being a loving person, so that's why you don't even say anything because you know deep down that you're being an asshole and you're not even being nice. So you, it's like, so let it go. So why are you even talking about it? Give somebody some grace. Give somebody some understanding some forgiveness like let it go or talk to them about it and move on you know and I'm just really big about this because I think lack of communication 
is such a detriment to us all. Our relationships, the way we uh, operate, the way we feel. And once again, if we're going to manage how we feel, the communication is important to me. Um, That's really all I have, you guys. I feel like that was a lot. This is like a 55-minute podcast or 50. I'm at 52 minutes right now. It's a lot to listen to for sure. So if you got through it all, thank you. I appreciate your energy. I appreciate you being open-minded to what I'm saying. And I just really hope that it helps in some kind, uh, kind of way because if we can build each other and be more self-aware and be more accountable to to the things we need to do to get where we want to go. I think that's the most empowering thing. And um, I think we're going to have a better time in our lives every day because we're taking good care of what we need to take care of. So we're happier and more successful, period, point blank. So hopefully this helped you in some way. There was one more little note um, that I had that I wanted to share with you guys. And It was just like one more invite to really protecting yourself um, and prioritizing yourself and your organization and the way you operate every single morning, every single day, every afternoon. How do you schedule yourself? You know, do you limit your, your screen time? Do you limit your TV time? Do you limit, you know, your work time? Like, why are you working so much? And not and neglecting all of the things that you need as a human being. Downtime, self-care, time for your mind, time for your body, time for your spirit. Like schedule that in. If you're a mom and you're like, oh, I don't have any time because my kid's like, you're in control of that schedule. You're in control of their schedule. So manage that and and make time for yourself. Because if you don't, everything else suffers and you know that. Your relationships suffer, the way you feel, you start resenting things, you start getting cr- cranky, crabby and like I'm just really avoiding that like the plague because when I get cranky and crabby and reactive, like I don't like myself. So I definitely don't like you. And I'm not effective as a leader, as a person, as a human being, so I need to manage that. And if I do all the things we're talking about on self-management, I'm a happier Ashley, I'm a better leader, I'm a better owner, and I'm just happier. I'm more effective, and I'm going to get to my million dollars, I'm going to get to everything that I want, because I have it mapped out, planned out. You know, not everything is like, now, 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 you don't have to get everything done today, it's okay, can wait, honestly. Just really connect and align yourself with everything that you need to do, like your personal timeline of of self-management all right and just trust right like everything is going to come your way just know that the slow and steady race like that's that's it for you slow and steady is going to win the race for you that's what I'm learning and everything I'm sharing is my own personal experience again these are my opinions and I just hope it helps you uh, be the most happy and successful person in your personal and professional life so try to keep it professional but it really I'm just such a personal person it, it always comes back to to you and these things do dance together and it, it all does intertwine so um you know if I remember Joe Blackwell she told me this one time she was like 
what you do in your personal life, you do in your professional life. She was like, if your car's a mess and your closet's a mess, then your drawer work is a mess and your, your folders are messes. And then this and that, like, and that is just so true, you know, and, and if we can be clear about what we need to be the best we can be, it's going to trickle into everything we do. And it's really infectious. It's really contagious. And that energy, good or bad, it rubs off on the people around you and they notice it. And then they tell me about it, good or bad. It's like people want to tell me, but it's like, well, talk to her, talk to her and you guys work it out because I want to know about the good news of the day. I want to know about what we're going to do to grow and to empower one another and be better than we were yesterday and to make positive impacts and changes. And like, that's all I actually give a shit about. Um, and reaching for more and and helping everyone along the way. So that's what I care about. So that's what I'm doing. And you should too because it creates a happy, balanced lifestyle. Um, that's all I have. So hopefully, hopefully you implement one of these things. Let me know if you like this podcast, you guys. If it helped in any way, please send me a message or tag me and uh, share with me what you took away from today's podcast. And I love you guys. Happy Valentine's Day. And as always, go up, up, and away.